Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the Royal Grumble! I am your host, Graham, and sitting in the corner to my right, it's Dan. Hi. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? Not bad. Good. Could stretch out in here today. Could stretch out in here today. And yeah. sitting in the corner to my left, it's Daryl. D- Daryl, is he not? He's not. He's not here, is he? No. No. Well, like I mean, he, you may have heard him say that his career was on the line last week. Well, <laughs> I mean, draw your own conclusions. Someone's in trouble. So yeah, that's it. So unlucky. You didn't think she'd listen to the full episode? <laughs> no, he didn't. But. Um, <laughs> Turns out, I mean, we're we're not liberty to say anymore because of the legal proceedings. But rest assured that Daryl is uh, effectively suspended from the show for one week at least, <laughs> pending an investigation, a serious investigation. Um, yeah. <laughs> Start. Right, I'm going to take the tone to an actual serious topic now, though. Right. So, I mean, everyone will be aware of this by now. It's this has been such news that, in fact, I was driving home from work the other day, and it was on BBC Radio Five Live. They were talking about this. So, um, geez, it's a weird sentence to read off of something I wrote down. Ro- Roman Reigns has cancer. Yeah, I mean he's got leukemia. It's like it's crazy that like when he said that I've lived with leukemia for seven years and I've beaten no, him no, ten, ten, two thousand eight. He had it first. Yeah, Jesus. like nobody knew this really. Like it's, I mean, basically, if you imagine, it, it must have been before he was. Even in wrestling, he talks it, about it being in football. It, he, he said football was done with him. Yeah. Because I actually did watch the beginning and end of Raw this week. And yeah. to did see wa- this and... Did you watch the awkward part where everybody booed him as he came out? Which, I mean, you know, you can't really do much about it, but that's yeah, pretty awkward. In hindsight, it's awkward, but yeah. at the time... You I know. did not like one of the people, though. One of the people carried on having a go. Yeah. Rather vocally. I mean, it's been a bit of a thread this week where it's like people feeling a bit awkward about everything and using the phrase i'm not a fan but and that makes me feel really bad inside yeah i mean i it's just so so real though isn't it It, it, it's none of us know how to deal with this no it's hard enough to deal with anybody like finding out that anybody's got it but it's just, just, just in terms of wwe or even wrestling as a whole like how many people can you think of being active and then had cancer and it's like what 15, 15, 15, 15, Jim Duggan did, had cancer, or it was about 10, 15 years ago when Kenta Kabashi did, but yeah. was like nowhere near to this scale. It, it's and For it to be a top, like, you could compare it to the Kenta Kabashi thing, apart from this is WBE, it's much bigger scale. Yeah, I suppose the Kabashi and, thing's about as close as you can compare. Yeah, really, it's a top it? guy announcing this, and it's just mind-blowing. Like, yeah, it's completely... It's really difficult to deal with. It's and bizarre. I mean, I mean, he's he said himself he's fought into remission once. Obviously, we can only hope that he does the same again. And he said he explicitly said this is not retirement speech. I will be back when I've beaten leukemia. But like, yeah, this oh is my god. It's like for some of us as well. Like, at fear, like after Chris Travis at this point, like we knew Chris and he got cancer and then he made a comeback and but then things didn't go as well sadly with that one so this really does hit quite hard on a lot of levels for a lot of people we know as well so it is really tough to deal with it's all we can hope is that he comes out of it and the one good thing you might say is that he's gonna have access to the best possible health care yeah due to his status and the money that he's earned so You've got that give, at least, you know. It's give people a good opportunity as well to show the value. Because all you hear, like, before this happened, all you heard about Roman Reigns, oh, yeah, he's a good guy at locker room. You never really heard much more than that. But now people are actually sharing those stories. Like, people from the UK brand are talking about how um, he sat down and watched matches and discussed stuff with them afterwards. Yeah. And then Alistair Black, who is not a person who gives away anything about his private life at all posted this long story about how his first uk t- his first tour with on the house shows he would tidy up the locker room at the end of every night and everything and make sure people had water and stuff and was doing and roman reigns was the one who told him to stop it 
you're one of us now. You don't need to do that type of you thing. You don't need to pay your dues type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it shows like he is actually like you can kind of understand the like for those who didn't understand it first off, you can understand why like everyone else holds him in that such high regard. Yeah. And I'd like to think there's never been a question about what sort of guy he is. Yeah. But you're right, it does bring it into the forefront. I mean, when you, you've got him coming on the show saying, you know, my name is Joe and yeah. I've got a family and I've got... I mean, it's just... it's Obviously, it's a horrible situation to have to confront anyway. And I think for the biggest part of us, like for, for most fans, like the guy, like us and like people we know, I don't think we hated Roman Reigns. No. It's, it's more the... He's built as this guy that we. It's the sure cult of Roman that you, yeah, you sort of hate. The like the 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 Ferrari surrounding him and the idea that he's the top when really you know he's not. And then when they want him to be the top, but they also don't want to go all the way with it. And yeah, it, it took them so long to put him at the top. And when they did, they did it wrong. And it was just so sort of awkward. All things I, considered, I go back to thinking about when it came to Roman versus Brock. And I was saying, I want him to beat him so we can be over with this and they can move on. Yeah. Because then we can see the Roman Reigns that is champion and not having to deal with this thing that they continually half like go for all the time. Yep. Like, it's just horrible. It's <laughs> there's no other way around it. To relate off of what you said, there the quiet they've quietly um, basically confirmed. So Strowman versus Lesnar is for the title now. Yeah. So straight up one on one at Crown Jewel. Um wherever that might be now we should probably say this right now it's wednesday night yeah. so as of now there is no confirmed venue for crown jewel which there was a confirmed venue but there is no confirmed venue there are rumors about venues albany new york new york have been mentioned um more details are coming out about the whole um saudi arabia thing from last week which is making it look less and less likely that wwe can put it there i mean so to move on to Crown Jewel and like as much as we don't really want to move on from the awful topic we started with, but to get more towards how the show normally is. Yeah. Um, do you think Vince McMahon cared more about the opinion of John Cena and Daniel Bryan, who apparently went to him and said, we don't want to appear in Saudi Arabia or the fact that Donald Trump's changed his tune and has started talking about how he thinks Saudi Arabia is to blame for all of this? Um, well, which one of those actually makes him money though? <laughs> <laughs> like, also, which one of them uses the same tailor as he does? <laughs> I, I, I'd Wait, loved, in let, my head. Let's just right? clarify. I, I, are we talking about Trump or John Cena? Genuine. <laughs> <Because laughs> <laughs> that isn't me kidding around. Like, genuinely, that could re- respond to either of those. I think like, you Daniel know. Brian is just like, I'll go eat some plants. Or we're something talking like about the guy with guy with guy with guy. Here. So that that narrows <laughs> that narrows it down. So you know which one I'm talking about now, don't you? No, you don't. You know, the American guy talks a lot, maybe says things he shouldn't do sometimes, but ultimately he's generally believes that he's right no matter what he says. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You know the guy, right? Yeah. 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 I like the idea that um, (laughs) I like the idea that um, Daniel Bryan was the first one to go to him. He was like, yeah, just so you know, I I don't want to go. And Vince is like, fine. And then John Cena's like, I I don't want to go as well. Oh, shit. Uh, it's hardest to get a refund on a first class airfare than it is a coach. Ah, uh, yeah, that is a problem. Yes. <laughs> you don't need a first class suit because you're you only small. I feel like Daniel Bryan, he could get offered first class and he'd still take economy. He'd, yeah. give, he'd give the ticket to, like, you know, I don't know, Ty Dillinger or something. He probably would, actually. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. like, he's just one of those guys. Or he'd, he? or he'd give it to somebody who, um, who he didn't, <laughs> he'd give it to somebody who he didn't want to sit anywhere near. Like, no, that's okay. Yeah. He, he's way nicer than that. I know exactly who he'd give it to. Go he'd on. give it to the new parent. Someone on the plane with a kid. And he's like, you know what? And it's not because he doesn't want to... Like, their own child. I can see that look. But they, they've got a baby on the plane. And they're going to be crying all the time. And it's not because they're going to be crying. He's giving them the first class ticket. So they could, they're in a relaxing atmosphere compared to coach. He's still looking at me. Who like, is it? I don't know. Like, I thought you were talking about someone specific. This is like, I thought you were going to no, go. No, no, I'm just being like. You know who's a new parent? It's the Miz. So, like, you know, I don't know. He sees like a mum and dad. I thought you were going to say that, yeah. like, Mike Kanellis had had a baby. Oh, there you it's go. Mike Kanellis has had a baby. In fact, yeah, Maria's had a Because they're back, they're back on telly. Oh, yeah. He's on, he's on two or five, five. I say on telly. It's not yeah, real he's telly. Yeah, he's in really good shape and stuff. Yeah. 
Now he's off the pills. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took off the pounds once he gave it the smack, didn't he? Bloody hell. <laughs> what? That, it, he might not be on... He has got one of my favourite entrance music in WWE, even now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. Yeah. It was good for those two weeks we heard it on SmackDown before he lost to Sami Zayn. Yeah, and then we got to hear it at the last Saudi Arabia show, which felt less awkward. Did we? Yeah, he was in the rum. He was in the battle royal. Was he? I think he lasted about. Oh, you 10 mean seconds. the rumble, the greatest royal? Rumble. Oh, it was the greatest royal rumble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they had the idea of me having the biggest rumble ever. Do you think then... they'll? My question is, do you think they'll go back? Do you think they're just going? Look, we can't come this time, but once it's died down, we'll come back next year, start all over again. Oh yeah, Vince. Vince wants. I assume they must do because, like, this is a ten-year deal. They can't, like, financially, they can't afford to. I mean, Normally, those type of deals do have like a morality clause in them. And yeah. killing a dissident journalist and then wear he- having one of your men wear his clothes out of the embassy to make it look like he left. Did you not know that part? No. No, you they did You could tell that. by my face <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> they did that. Wow. They had the guy put in his clothes and then they've claimed that it was a chokehold that went wrong. So they cut his body up. It's <laughs> so it was a chokehold that went wrong so that. See, clearly, this is why the show's not going. It's Saudi Arabia that's rejected them because they've got this WWE stuff's influencing us too much. <laughs> it's influencing our embassy members. 15 of them that we sent in journey, that, journey, that, journey, that journey. and they all claim they were doing touristy things. Were they going to see the Salisbury Cathedral? <laughs> that's the re- I mean, it's the world-famous Salisbury Cathedral. Why yeah, wouldn't they? That's it's known where all over Europe. That's where they're heading next. Well, yeah. Europe and parts of Asia. Yeah. So yeah. um. So I the thing I was gonna do last week before like we were short time and we had to behave ourselves, I was gonna like make a stand on stuff and of uh, saying I don't want anything to do with the Saudi Arabia shows thing stand and I wasn't gonna be any part of reviewing it and stuff. Right. Because I felt morally bad about it. <laughs> we already reviewed one. It's too late. Yeah, we already did one and that was terrible enough and that that played about 10% into my decision making but now I feel like that decision has been taken out of my hands so yeah. I hope WB's done the right thing I think basically you have to go with what they say at this point realistically so yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll do the right <laughs> I mean, do the, you're, I, you're relying on their morality I can use this now so a few weeks ago we said we were going to do a thing that if you were a billionaire like oil chic and you got to pick your dream match yeah. who would it be my answer was going to be John Pollock versus Dave Meltzer in a death match I don't know what John Pollock is he's a journalist too Oh, 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 oh. Probably for the best, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe you avoid using the words journalist and deathmatch in the same sentence. That was going to be my feed into talking about that, Saudi Arabia. That would have been a fun one. Yeah. yeah good, good. <laughs> Daryl, you're not on the show this week, so just remember this is on you, really. I'm all hopped up on tea. Exactly. He's, I put one and a half sugars in he's by He's going to puke off his own pelvis bone. I put one sugar in, and then, yeah, I have sugar in my tea. And then I went to put a second one in, and halfway through realised this wasn't a coffee, it was a tea. And See, yeah. you all thought that Dan was from Yorkshire, but he's just told you clearly that he's not, because he puts sugar in his tea. Proper Yorkshire lad, don't put sugar <laughs> in tea. It like is, Kurt Angle. It is, it is Yorkshire tea, though. <laughs> Still. What of it? Actually, PG Tips is all right, because the triangle Was he on bag. Raw this week? Kurt Angle? He wasn't, was he? I think he was. Was he? Yeah, oh. they had a weird Elias segment. was on Raw. Elias smacked Baron Corbin with the guitar. Yeah, Elias doing a babyface turn. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, he was doing a babyface turn, but they did another turn here, which was, uh, settled very uneasily with me. Also, much as I hate mm. to mention him again, they were talking about this on Twitter, and Big Dave was like, oh, if you only knew. Uh, like, But basically, um, Dean Ambrose did the heel turn this week. Did they win the tag titles before they did the yep. heel turn as well? What, what is, what is going on here? Uh, so I watched, I was, I watched the Roman Reigns clip, and then it instantly went to the tag match, yep. and I just left it on, and then the aftermath. And Becky said, "Why is he turned on him on this show?" I went, "Well, they have been sowing the seeds of dissent, but they were sowing it between Dean and Roman at first. Yeah, but this one actually makes more sense historically." Um, and then she went, wait a minute, how long has S.H.I.E.L.D. been back together? I said to her, it's been about 10 weeks of sewing this. 20 end. minutes. And she goes, how long have been back together? I went, about 11 weeks. Although I suppose <laughs> officially they didn't break up again after last time. He just got injured. No. So you could you could make that argument. But um, They were on a break. I think that they were on it. Yeah, they were, also, they were stealing cans from a shop in Blackpool. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the I think the real kicker for me, what frustrated me about it was, 
I obviously, you know, it's circumstances being what they are, where they couldn't repeat the original turn. I think I reckon that was going to be the idea was they were going to do that, like almost set up like the original turn, you know, with the chair and everything. Yeah. Um, well, it was supposed to happen at Survivor Series, apparently, and they moved it forward because of this. Because I assume they're looking for a top feud now. Yeah. See, I didn't mind it. Like, I thought maybe it was a bit in poor taste considering what happened on the show earlier. But then there's the other thing as well. Like, so going into fantasy booking mode, Dean Ambrose could say, after all that, like, me and all us three have been through, and the fact Seth tore this apart before, I realized that time is precious. And I was going to oh, go for no, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do this. This is like one. That's one brief step away from Eddie. You're looking where Eddie is, and he's just. You know what I mean. You're one step away from Randy Orton pointing at the pointing at the ground and shouting at Rey Mysterio's little face. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a bit no. It's a bit fresh, especially with something so awkward and strange as have like we're already barely able to comprehend the the possibility that the top face in WWE has cancer. Now you're asking to put it in an angle? Yeah, that's probably right. I think the closest I, you're going to get to seeing this in an angle is when he comes back and he's going to literally, truthfully, hopefully, mm. say, I beat Cancer and now I'm back. And now I'm going to beat you. Yeah, I'm going mean, to... I don't know if he'll throw out the old line, I beat you like I beat Cancer. That'd be a bit, <laughs> bit of a strange one to come out with after a while, but... I mean, I'd probably use it. 2020 Royal Rumble? I think if he's back, if he's well enough... I don't know enough about how long and it right, depends on the thing. I don't so, know nearly yeah. enough either. But um I mean I hope he's back by then. It'd be great if he was back by then. Obviously yeah. it'd be great if he was back just whenever he can be. Yeah. But yeah, like I didn't mind the heel turn that much. Uh, like I feel like there's good justification for it. I think there's positives in the fact that it makes Seth Rollins theoretically the de facto top baby face on Raw if it went for the fact that they also have Braun Strowman now basically just turning back face he split up with his little mates he did, he, well he got kicked out really didn't well he? yeah okay um Your boy drew yeah my boy drew they are setting it like kimber early on a, a few like weeks ago yeah i said i could see him winning royal rumble or being in that position he might now yeah see uh, i might i might not get my death pool pick this year but i'm getting that one Oh, God. No. No. God, no, you've said on. it out loud. Move yeah, on. Move, on. Move, move on. on. move on. Move on. <laughs> Daryl, you know, everyone listen. else knows. We know what. Yep. Don't. No, you're, that's not cool. You're thinking cool. about it, though. I can see it in your eyes. You're thinking about it now. No, um, I'm not. <laughs> there's a pay-per-view on tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe tomorrow, depending if I do what I did last week and put it up Saturday There's a pay-per-view on tomorrow. I think you should do that. I think we should move it to Saturdays from now on. Yes. Yeah, but sat- anyway, there's a pay-per-view on this weekend. Saturday night grumble. Saturday night grumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, not Tuesday night graps, though. That's gone. Um, that's depressing. Yeah, a little bit. IPW UK, for those of you. Do a very impromptu great, great British Grumble, shall I? The Great British Grumble Extra. Uh, IPW UK are cancelling Tuesday night grabs. Which Manchester. is m- crazy to me. Mm. Like, it genuinely is. Because they always sell out and they're ridiculously entertaining shows. And they- basically, from what I can read, they've been forced to sort of go, right, you're at the point now where the venue isn't happy with some of the things they do and you have to choose what are you going to be. Are you going to be this and find somewhere else or are you going to stick with where you are and be your main product so whilst i understand what you're saying Mm. i think if you're someone who's found a good venue and you i mean we should know right i'm gonna say don't piss the venue off (laughs) you know what i mean like don't 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 annoy the venue yeah it never works well yeah it costs you money so that'll be 50p yeah um i might actually have 50p is it 50p or a quid i can't remember Um, i think i owe more than 50p yeah throw some money in the jar. Yeah, right. But um yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it might be something to do with Chris Brooks cutting I've got a, I've got a trolley token, does that count? No, it doesn't. Oh. Um I'm pretty sure it might be something to do with Chris Brooks cutting Chief Deputy Dylan's ear off at the last show. See that might not be have gone down too well. Or it might have been involved in the shooting of Kyle Fletcher and him being dead for the entire intermission and afterwards. It could be that. Um and getting fake blood everywhere. It might Again. Be well, it might be Drew Parker in Wrestling the Invisible Man. That was a bit of a messy match. Well, that was a bit daft, but I don't think that's going to upset any venues. No. You know what I mean? Or maybe it was just because, you know, they had Chris 
Ridgeway and Timothy Thatcher have a match in there, and it was unbelievably good. I'm pretty confident it's not because of that. And Timothy Thatcher just scared them all off because he's brutal. Speaking of RPW UK, um, whilst we're on the old Great British Grumble Extra, um, what about... Uh, they're all partners, RevPro. We actually watched the telly show, didn't we? Yes. It was quite good. Yeah, we watched it after we got back. Well, I, I watched We watched Revolution Pro... Sorry, not Revolution Pro. World of Pro Wrestling on yeah. Free Sports. Which I, I think you're correct. I think you said it on the show last week about that they're a little timid on some aspects considering Five Star happens. So yeah. they give it a generic name. But based off the first show, I think RevPro is going to be all right. I was <laughs> impressed. And it, it, I mentioned this a little bit too early. I didn't think that they were going to be able to do a one-hour show that was going to reflect well. Now, let me be clear what I mean by that. I don't think they're incapable of doing a good show. In fact, I know they're capable of doing a good show. I didn't think that the RevPro format would translate well to a one-hour television show. For their first time doing a one-hour show, it kind of had everything you need in a one-hour wrestling show. I thought it was good. You had an opening match that people wanted to see that had an angle to it. You yep. had a squash match that showed the Dominator is dominant. Yep. And then you had a really great main event between two top guys in the world right now, like in terms of outside of WWE. And you also had segments in there with um, Shah Samuels and Dan McGee setting stuff up for future shows. You had the interview with Colt Cabana, which... Colt Cabana... Right, yeah. Like, can well, we talk about Colt Cabana, though? Let's talk about the interview with Colt Cabana, right? Lo- looking like he'd co- just come from B&Q. Yes, right. Colt Cabana was wearing his weekend clothes. <laughs> and by his weekend clothes, I don't mean he's going out weekend clothes. I mean, well, the wife says we've got to put some IKEA furniture up, so I'll go down B&Q, get some extra screws in case we need them, sort the Allen keys out, maybe uh, get a quick number three car wash and back home in time <laughs> to sort the furniture out before we get the chippy in for the night. What was he wearing? <laughs> yeah. But he's wearing this polo shirt. It was just a beige polo shirt. He looked like <laughs> it looked like anyone's dad on any given weekend in 1995. Saying that, his enthusiasm for British wrestling really came through in this interview. So wear some it, proper clothes then. He weren't going to like wear an old Johnny. Well, I don't think. Johnny but Fate I can't take merch, him seriously but... in those clothes. Like it was the first thing I noticed when you and I were watching it. I was going, Dad, what's he wearing? What's he? <laughs> What is Colt Cabana dressed as? Would you rather him being a shirt that says Cat Weasel across it or something? Honestly, that like... would be better at this point. That was the thing about the show. With that Colt Cabana segment, they did more for the history of world sport than an entire series of world sport did. Yeah. Which is crazy thinking. But yeah, like they did really well at setting stuff up for future shows and making it a thing you want to see every week. Like I thought it was just a really good hour of wrestling that went really quickly and actually had... Like, all three matches... Like, the Dominator match wasn't a great technical match, but it offered something. Yeah, it's fine. Liger versus Brooks was a good match. Yeah. And had the angle at the end, which sets up Chris Brooks for future shows. Mm-hmm. And then you have the main event between, like, two of your top guys, while having a guy sat watching who's obviously very interested in what's going on. Yeah, though also, again, he didn't dress up properly, did he? Like... I mean... He Chris... wasn't as bad as Cabana by any stretch of the imagination, but no. he's, he arrived in his loungewear again. I mean, Ridgeway's like... He's a baby, can wear what he wants, can't he? He is a good-looking man. Right. Is he a face, though? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's I really didn't come across that way. He's a tough guy, isn't he? Is he? Like, his martial arts and all that. Re- right, it just came across like a bit of a... I don't know, I thought Zack was supposed to be the face here. That's what No, I no, Zack's, Zack's in Suzuki gun. He's a heel. He hates everyone. Right, but he didn't come across that way. He was flagging everyone off when he walked down the ring. Was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. Yeah, Zach, Zach's big time heel nowadays with Suzuki. They like torturing people. Do you think it's weird, though? It's weird to see like a face watching a heels match. It's strange. There's something well, odd because... about a face coming out and watching a heels match. So, Zach's considered one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. Yeah. If you were in that ballpark of wrestlers, if you were like a technical like martial arts style guy, you'd want to face Zack Sabre Jr. and set and test yourself against him yeah. i mean they did have the match two days after the tapings on a non-taping thing so it's not a spoiler um maybe my criticism is that then that they, they didn't make the characters as clear as i would have wanted them to always like i felt like obviously brooks and liger and all then they were yeah. pretty clear but in the main event i didn't feel like they were super clear partly because i don't feel like they built kushida enough really I thought Kevin Kelly did a really good job on commentary at setting the scene for people and giving history to each guy. And for people who didn't really know what Kushida was about, he's there like, you know, he's one of the best light heavyweights in the world right now. He's on his fifth. 
Actually, it was before he won his fifth, uh, sixth junior heavyweight title. So, yeah, he had five at the time. Right. Um, but, yeah, they did a really good job of introducing each person on commentary and stuff. But, yeah, Zach, Zach's proper bad bad guy nowadays. The only issue I'll have with these shows is the fact that they don't have their world champion, their tag champions, or their women's champion on any of the shows. They've got one half of the tag champions. That's the only champion. Oh, actually, their cruiserweight champion will be on the show, though. You know, of course, that that's because they will have taken these long in advance, so they won't want to telegraph any changes. Yeah, I mean, since those tapings happened, the world title did change hands. Precisely. So, and but then uh, we're getting a champion versus champion match. By the way, um, pardon, did you see David Starr's challenge to Ishii on Twitter? No. So David Starr. So Ishii, you've unfolded my t-shirts. You rotter. <laughs> So David Starr put you out the challenge the, to Ishii. You touch the stitch-on patches that I sell. Does but he sell stitch-on patches? No, he should do, though, because I'd buy yeah, one. He, he would. Yeah. I would. I've, I've got two David Starr shirts and a hat so, yeah. and, a, and a badge. Like I, I like David Starr quite a lot. He, he's, I know. Yeah, he's great. But uh, he did a promo that actually made me gutted that I'm not able to go to see that match. Like he he actually did a promo that made me want to see the match. Did it from home, though, because he his airline cancelled his... Airline. It was on the porch. Yeah. But he, he did a second promo saying, I don't know why um, Andy and Red Pro haven't sorted out the match yet. Um, I think I'm not surprised, but it's not them who I blame. It's Ishii, because Ishii's the stone pit bull. You're, you're supposed to accept any challenge. But no, you've got to ask your daddies if it's okay first. Was it David Starr I saw this week who was doing some kind of sunflip, sunset flip powerbomb on a massive person? No. Was that David Starr? No, that was Marco's stunt. Right. Against okay. AC. AC Slade, yeah, no, AC, not AC Slade. He was from Kiss. I don't know. I think I no. don't know. Um, but yeah, um, the promo goes like you have to ask your daddies at New Japan if it's okay that I res- that you wrestle me. Well, he goes, well, don't worry, Ishii, I'll take care of you. I'll tuck you in, get you a glass of milk, read your bedtime story. I'll be your daddy, Ishii, and then gives the biggest poop-eating grin, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he knows what he's done. And I was just like, oh, I really want to see Ishii kill him now. I want to say you <laughs> you talked about daddies recently. I think we know what's what that's all about, don't we? Yeah, he's going to be Ishii's daddy, but I think Ishii might kill him for it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we we started off a long time ago trying to talk about WWE Evolution, yeah. which incidentally is in Uniondale, New York. So that's in New York State as well. So if this um, if this crown jewel moved to Albany, uh, comes off, that means they've had like three out of the last five pay per views in New York State because they had. Brooklyn for SummerSlam, and then they'll have had Evolution, and then they'll have uh, they'll have this one in Albany as well. Yep, Evolution is a mystery. It is like the location of the clitoris for most wrestling fans. I um, I, I do not sanction this <laughs> comment. So I think we should do a predictions contest in in like in, as a preview. Right, let's do we've it. we've actually previewed Evolution as much as WWE has because they built to it very well. They've built two very good matches. Yeah, very well. There's eight matches on the show. One of them, I don't know how is on the show according to... It's on Wikipedia. But I, I don't know how it's on the show because technically the title doesn't exist yet. Yeah, this will anyway, be the... Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do a predictions contest and how we'll do it is you'll make a prediction and Dow gets the opposite one. That's good. I love it. We haven't done a prediction in a while. No. Nope. So the opening match apparently will be Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. Right. I'm going to say the Riot Squad win because there's some kind of squabble between the other three. Yeah. Let's go for that. Why not? Is there, is there a pre-show match? If there's a pre-show match, that's the pre-show match. Yeah. The Women's Battle Royal. Right. Well, Daryl has obviously picked Alicia Fox for this one. Yeah. Um. No, not Alicia Fox. Who can he pick? Who can we make Daryl pick? Because this is full of like... Do you see the participants in this? They have it's barely... Quite a lot ad- of NXT people, hasn't Well, it? yeah, but also they barely advertised it. And yet, Tori Wilson's in it. Michelle McCool's in it. Alundra Blaze is coming back for this. Also... Daryl picked Kelly Kelly then. Daryl did pick Kelly Kelly. But they're... I don't want to say they're wasting these people, but they're wasting this. So when they first announced this match... They've got the match, Women's Royal Rumble coming in like two or three months. <laughs> when they first announced this match, I posted on Twitter saying, normally it's later in the week when I get my disappointing, oh yeah, look how far Asuka's fallen since WrestleMania because she's in the Battle Royal. Yeah. It's really frustrating. Yeah. It really is. Um, so who do you think is going to win it? Uh, I'll say... Yeah, actually, I'll go with Asuka. Why not? Okay, so Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. However, 
that might not be happening in that yes, format I, because I understand Alexa this, Bliss yes. is injured. Apparently. She has a concussion, apparently. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was. I read that she was possibly injured, so she might be replaced with Alicia Fox. Yeah. So, great. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> one of these things is not like the if other. If Alexa Bliss isn't in the match, then Trish Stratus and Lita are winning. They're winning anyway. They're not coming back to lose. What's Trish Stratus' finish? Stratus faction. What is it, though? I the forgot. The bulldog off the ropes or the chick kick. Okay, she'll do that, and then Lita will do a moonsault. Yeah. And then that'll be a finish. Uh, so next up, and we can say this because it isn't a spoiler anymore because this show will air tonight from where we're recording, but it'll happen by the time. Sweet. Io Shirai versus Tony Storm in the Mae Young Classic final. Yes, well done to I'm both really of those. i forward getting... to this match. Yeah, this could be really good. They've had a few matches in Japan before. Their last one especially was really good. Um, hopefully this will be really good too. Um, Io Shirai has been really fantastic through the tournament, as has Tony Storm in both tournaments. I think Tony Storm might win this. Yeah? Um, just because they're not going to go Japanese tw- two years in a row, are they? No, probably not. No, they've, they've done with that. Um, but I think it'll help Tony Storm more than it will Io Shirai, because I think Io Shirai will be set up quite well in terms of like WWE audience and stuff because of how much they put her over and she's going to be a big fixture on NXT and stuff yeah she'll be fine on NXT won't she yeah emphasis uh, on on NXT yeah uh, next up a singles match for the NXT UK Women's Championship yes which... incidentally as we literally record this um, Ginny is messing up a roll up on WWE NXT UK which um, has just ended a match I think someone must have injured themselves I think it's Ginny there's there's live audio from yeah. it. This is from the Cambridge <laughs> Corn Exchange. I so, don't. That was a really bad move. Something's happened to some one of these. Is that Kaylee Ray? It can't be Kaylee Ray. No, Kaylee Ray's not in it. Well, exactly. It can't be because she's a world of sport. Yeah, um, you talk about it briefly, and I'll have a quick look. Yeah, you have a look who that is. So yeah, Rhea Ripley. That's it's Dakota like... Kai. What? It's Dakota Kai. In Which the one's ring. Dakota Kai? Her is still in the ring. Oh, that's Dakota. Who's the redhead one then? I don't know who the redhead was. It Killer Kelly. Possibly. Well, Killer Dakota Kelly's Kai right really messed up this this roll up. But anyway, it might be Killer Kelly. But so, she's pinned her. Surely Killer Kelly isn't much for Killer if she gets pinned. She gets beat a lot. Oh, okay. In yeah, that case, it's, it's probably her. Right. This is the move. Right. Watch this now. Right. So this look. is good. Yeah, it's Killer what? Kelly. Is that right? That's the, not a roll. That's a finish. That doesn't look like a finish. It's the I don't back like it. Thing she does. Yeah. It doesn't look like backcracker. Tell her to stop. Okay. And the blue <laughs> Peter man's now interviewing her in the ring, but it's yeah. not Michael Underwood. So. uh a spoiler for NXT UK in the future, considering the tournament's only just started, I think, on TV. Uh, it will be Rhea Ripley, who is the current champion, versus to be confirmed. Yeah, this is really Which weird, I isn't it? I think it might be I- Isla Dawn. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. I don't know who that is. She's is Rab Florence's any... niece. Oh, what? You know Rab Florence from uh, Burniston? No way. Rab Florence, seriously. Yeah. Rab from uh, Video Garden and uh, from... Um... Yeah. Oh, man, what's the other one called? Yeah, Consylvania. Because... So they... Uh... Michael Cole mentioned it on May Young Classic, saying her husband, uh, not husband, her uncle is a director, and he directed the film House of Him. Like, that's that's Rob Florence. Florence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't realise they were related, but uh, apparently it will be. They did. I still remember Rob Florence talking about a uh, probotector on um, <laughs> on Charlie Brooker's um, no pen- yeah. penetrator on Charlie Brooker's Games Wipe. Yeah. <laughs> New day backwards again, and you go, all right, <laughs> and then it goes to the end, right. You date forwards again, and you go, all right, or hover bother, oh, hover bother. They are. <laughs> if anyone, if you know what hover bother is, <laughs> tweet us. So yeah, next up is the NXT Women's Championship. Carrie Sane defending against Shayna Baszler. Yep. Um. So right, what happened to the much rumored four horse women versus four horse women? I assume that was all ruined by the fact that they had two of the horsewomen feuding with one yeah, another. Yeah, they couldn't really do it. Like, but, like, do you want to give your prediction before I give mine? Yeah. Go for it. No, I don't. I'm lying. You do. So I think Carrie Sane's def- uh, retaining because Shayna Baszler is on her way up to the main roster. That makes to more join sense. Ronda yeah, I was sort of thinking that. And with the other two horsewomen. Right. Because they're both in NXT too. Yes. Um, yeah, that is. They are, that's why it's all sort of weird. They must just not be ready or something, or maybe they just straight up don't care. You know, you know that thing we said earlier about how they've only built two matches. Yeah. Actually, they've built a third one really well because it's the final of the May Young Classic, which is well. Been the really truth is good. that they've built the, the, the multiple matches built well, just not on TV, <laughs> not on the format that any male pay per view would get built. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
so that's the problem but anyway this whole yeah. women's thing is just a gimmick to them uh, like it is like I, I don't care anything to say about all the women's revolution all this stuff they were about women's ten evolution it's called evolution come yeah. on down but all this stuff it's just a marketing tool for them right well like, they don't actually care be that as it may I will say that I am highly excited about at least one of the main event matches. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in a last woman standing match. Yep. For the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yes. Right. It's a good feud. It's been built well. Yeah. What's not to like? Charlotte Flair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what's not to like. <laughs> no one likes Charlotte Flair. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what they do. <laughs> to the point where they think, like I mentioned this last week, that the they pretty much might have ruined Charlotte against Ronda, <laughs> which was their big plan for WrestleMania, which is why they sacrificed Asuka last year, even though Asuka is a submission... T- oh, I'm not even going to... Yeah, let's not get in down the Asuka hole again. Oh, let's not and say we did. And the main event will be Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against Nikki Bella. Really strange feud, right? Yeah. I. Oh, God, I, I, I can't quite comprehend the fact that I know I've praised Nikki Bella, and yes, she's the better of the Bellas, and she's a bigger name in a sense, and whatever else like that. It's really strange this is happening. Right. Would the WWE give Nikki Bella the opportunity she had? And I don't think it's because of John Cena. If she wasn't, if Total Divas and Total Bellas weren't no. successes, no. they wouldn't give a crap. But. I mean, they, set, they, got, well, they left once. <laughs> this is the issue, though, isn't it? Um, Total Divas is falling and falling and falling. And the popular rumor is now. Well, who do we bring in when the women's ratings are falling? Well, who could we persuade to be involved with Total Divas? You know who they want to persuade to be involved with Total Divas? None other than the champion herself, Ronda Rousey. She's been in like two or three episodes where it looks like she doesn't know she's being filmed by the Total Divas cameras. She just thinks WWE. (laughs) But now I think they're straight up, uh, they're actively thinking. Please please be on our show. I think E probably want her on it. And I think WWE are now considering whether or not to put her on it. And I guess you, what... You what imagine I'll, all the fun hijinks. Well, Natalia. they need to change the format if they're going to do that because it can't be this. It can't be, oh, Natalia's... Sorry, not Natalia. Oh, yeah, Natalia's cats. Why not? Oh, <laughs> Lana's getting us, getting us, getting us. Let's wobble around and... I, I did watch the last week's show. I'm behind on my total divas watching. Right. Um, I watched it last night and it was the one where it was Natalia trying to throw a barbecue at her house uh-huh. with her friend Ted. Oh, Ted. <laughs> yeah. Love Ted. And uh, it all went wrong because Natalia took her parents out drinking. Yeah. dad's dead yeah it, it's quite like that's upsetting it's upsetting to see him on TV, but also like he looks like he's having a lot of fun drinking with lana well yeah imagine isn't she always getting like isn't she always getting naked on the show or something like not actually naked no they there? did a like she wanted to raise some publicity and stuff and get go viral so they did the naked photo shoot on the beach here in rusev but right, they were yeah. wearing flesh colored stuff Sure. And then they got told off, and on the ads they made it like they were getting really told off. And it was just, you know, next time you're going to do something like this, maybe tell us in advance you're going to do it, or maybe tell us you're wearing flesh colored clothes on the So we can promote it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, like, don't just. Also, I remember that John Cena and Nikki Bella did the same thing on their YouTube channel. I imagine they did not get admonished in the same way. No, God, no. Yeah. It's like. Oh, John, that's really great. Can you come back on TV now, please? Who is it that's keeping, like... Oh, is it... Ah, that's right. It's, it's, it's half the storyline's about, oh, Paige has found a possible boyfriend and now she doesn't have a possible boyfriend anymore. Uh, on last night's, they revealed she had a boyfriend. Right, but is she uh, going to have on, another the one? The one I watched last night. Even. Right, is she going to have another one, though? Uh, they tra- Naya tried to set her up with her brother. So Paige yeah. acted as awful as she could in the date as possible rather than just say, listen, dude, I've, I've got a boyfriend. Yeah, and... which, which one's which one's more entertaining for telly, though? And I've had bad experiences with boyfriends who were involved in wrestling in any way, so I like this guy better. I can't better. think of any bad experiences she would have had mm. in those. Oh, wait. Yes, it's literally every experience she's had since signing with WWE. Oh, she seems cool with Xavier Woods nowadays. You anyway. <laughs> so, right, I didn't say it. He said it. You heard him. Right. So I, I legitimately only know about that because of Daryl telling me yeah, about it. And yeah, yeah. What's uh, that? The rap battle. What's that on your? Uh, what's that on your computer then? What's that? Why have you got it as your screensaver? What is my screensaver? I don't know, but right. I don't want to see your screensaver. Right? Can we? Can we cut? No, cut, cut, cut! Don't put your screensaver on. It's a plain screen. It was a corgi before, but it was a corgi. Where did your corgi go? It when I reset my computer, I lost the photo. Oh, that's upsetting. Yeah. Right. So we've been promising for the last two weeks to do no mercy, and we're not doing it this week. Ha ha! I know we actually are. No, mate. <laughs> you know why we are, don't you? Because this was all Daryl's idea. So, Daryl, the ultimate 
pinnacle of the Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho feud that you wanted to watch, you wanted us to watch it, we've watched it and we're going to talk about it and you're not after this. Man, SmackDown is really into fisting, fisting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, wait there. We need, we need to get the drum sound right. Exit. Pay per view. Enter. Pay per view. <laughs> that guy from Megadeth hates us. It's Metallica. Hulk Hogan never <laughs> never auditioned. Hulk Hogan didn't audition. He He's a liar. I don't know what Metallica song it is, but I remember reacting to the fact that this was Metallica. Going Metallica. I think I actually said Metallica out loud. How did they get actual bands in 2008? What's going on here? Because like actual bands with bad songs, but yeah. actual bands nonetheless. Yeah, you could tell it was Metallica because the drum sounds really off. Well, there was Motorhead with their Not the Ace of Spades, Ace of Spades last month. Yeah. And now Metallica this month. Triple H calling in all his favours, isn't it? Yeah, he clearly is, yeah. And he clearly had exhausted them by the next year when it was like, I don't know, Kevin Rudolph or somebody. <laughs> so... No Mercy, 2008. This is the famous show, the culmination of the Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho feud with them facing each other for the World Heavyweight Championship in the ladder match. But the opening match features the famous legend Tony Atlas and his protege, Mark Henry. Wearing his stompers. Yep. Um. <laughs> going back, going for the ECW, ECW Championship held by Matt Hardy. Yeah, this wasn't a bad match. Yeah, it was fun. I, I like this match. I thought this was. I always thought this was the right level for Mark Henry, even though at the time I was a bit like, bloody hell, why is Mark Henry winning the ECW title? That was the right level for me. It, and yet when he won the World Heavyweight Championship later on, I was all right with it. This is like the match they should have had maybe the three times previously when they've yeah. won this match. Yeah, this feud and there's really always does. been something weird happened. This feud really does seem to not end, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah. then that's because Matt Hardy is the only face on ECW. <laughs> <laughs> or the only face above, like, bottom level. We're not far off Jack Swagger, I don't think. We're never getting to Jack Swagger. No, we're never getting to him, but we're not far off of him. I think he's about to be a thing next year in ECW. So... Um... Oh, yeah, because ECW was before he, he uh, won Money in the Bank. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, Money in the Bank was 26. So, I think uh, yeah. ne- next year's 25. You you should be aware that next year's 25. Yeah. You were there. Yeah, it's part of the reason I don't want to do rewinds of 2009 next I year. I know. You don't, want to, <laughs> you don't want to ruin your memory of it, do you? No, because they're apparently going to do that this year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, they pretty much are, yeah. Never go back. Like, that's. Yeah, that's. Why do you think I've never watched WrestleMania 29 again? <laughs> I actually haven't. Anyway, apart from obviously to see myself on it. Decent match. Yeah, it's fine. It's you, ECW title opener, you got the as last usual. really great Undertaker WrestleMania match. Yeah, we did. But, you know, I'd have been... If you imagine in terms of a moment, next year would have been better, wouldn't it? Imagine being there for it. Yeah, this is what, this is what I said. No, right. I know... Really, obviously, you'd rather be in New Orleans for it. Yeah. But thinking back, would you have rather been in a stadium full of shock people or in that pub in Sheffield with some very angry people? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll never beat that. <laughs> if you, we do have a WrestleMania 30 recap from last year around WrestleMania time, or this year around WrestleMania time, and yeah, you can't beat that. Like, <laughs> well, you could beat it by actually being there, realistically. But in terms of second best. Having Daryl leap around the pub going, he's beating him, he's beating the other second, he's beating, him. he's beating the other second, whilst everyone else in the pub is just astounded and shocked and cannot believe what's happened. It's a memory that will last <laughs> At least one me. table got up and left. Oh, yeah, they got upset and left. Oh. They paid to get in. See, Speaking of paid to get in, Candice Michelle. <laughs> Candice Michelle, She didn't pay with money. Anyway, Candice Michelle. Remember when Candice Michelle was... Really? Sp- yeah. Remember when she was supposed to be the pinnacle of the women's wrestling division about two years before this? No. Do you not? No, right. No. There was a point at which they went, oh, Candice Michelle's good at wrestling now, and she was like the women's champion for a little while. I'll give her this much. She was very enthusiastic about it all. Yeah. 
like she looks like she really wanted to try. Wow, it, you know, yeah, it was only, it was only a year before this. Vengeance two thousand seven. She won her first title, and that's when they were like, "Look, Candice Michelle's good at wrestling." And then it turned out Beth Phoenix came out and was an actual wrestler. Yeah, Beth Phoenix was great. Beth Phoenix was either ten like ten years too late or ten years too soon. Yeah, it depends how you view her, really. Yeah, yeah. like because ten years previously she'd have killed it in like well, all Japan women was kind of going down ten years ago at this point. But around that area, if she was around with Wonder Blaze and stuff, she'd have been a top person. Nowadays, she'd be top, probably. Uh, then, she was top just because there wasn't much talent. Yeah, she was like the sh- shining light. The the, the glamour zone amongst regular zone. I mean, she was still put with Santino Morella. Yeah. Which makes it too bad. Yeah, but they were, no, but they were a great combo, though. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't have worked, but it did. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They were fantastic. It, it, it was better than that she li- Anytime that she lifted... Yeah, much better than that. Anytime that she lifted him on her shoulders yeah. was just brilliant. They were really good for combination. I like that. Yeah. So, during the times we've been doing this, we, earlier on this year, had a discussion about Kane attacking people and saying, you know, talking to his bag because it had a mask in it. Yeah. And even when we went back to it, I still assumed it was his own mask. Yeah. And you had to remind me that it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't his mask. Yeah. I'd forgotten. Yeah. Turns out it's Rey Mysterio's mask. Yeah. He's I like, mean... hey, you all hate me when I'm in a mask. Well, what about Rey Mysterio? He's got a mask. Why don't you have a go at him? In a match where if Rey Mysterio loses, he loses his mask. So that's Luchas de Apuestas. Yes. I mean, it's not, but officially it is. Yeah. It always goes on their Wikipedia record. That's all I'm going to say. Um, if Kane lost, would he have? He couldn't shave his head, so would he have just had to shave his eyebrows or something? No, if he loses, he has to be the mayor of Knox County in ten years, ah. and then try and figure out how to get out of going to Saudi Arabia because it might damage his political career. I, I can't that believe that. Definitely be used in any attack. Point, I can't believe no more has been made of that. How is <laughs> how is so few people talking about the fact that a friggin' government official is supposed to be going to Saudi Arabia because? Some other government officials are already there discussing an arms deal. Well, there is that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many. I don't know how many. I don't know how many. I don't know how many needs, but how many arms do you need to light a fire under something? That's the real question. He's got gold dust to help him out. There should be enough arms. Um, so, yeah, so yeah um, this match, it was all right. Yeah, it was just very short, and it was a standard Kane against Rey you Mysterio. Say short, match. but it, it's the longest match on the show so far. Yeah, I mean, the previous it, match was Matt Hardy defending the ECW title. That went eight minutes. And Candice Michelle. I like uh, these times can't be right. Eight oh eight, four forty, and ten ten. How many do they include intros? Um, I don't think they include intros. Well, anyway, Rey Mysterio wins by disqualification. Came smacks him with a chair. Yeah. Next up, number one contenders match for the World Heavyweight Championship: Batista. Defeated John Bradshaw Layfield. Have they ever, still insisting he deserves a title shot. Has there ever been a good Batista and JBL match? No. This is probably the least bad one that I've seen. And that you know says what? something about the other bad ones. Earlier on this year, was there another JBL Bradsh- uh, Batista match? No, JBL and John Cena. Because I was thinking back. Oh, no, it must have been that one because I said, oh, they had a good match at WrestleMania 21. And you and Daryl both went, no, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. And I actually went and watched it. And yeah. no, they didn't. No, they didn't. No. Mandela effect and all yeah, that. Yeah, the Backlash um, match is all right because it's yeah. an I Quit match. Although it's really weird watching back because in the Backlash match, um, JBL quits because, so that John Cena doesn't hit him with a thing and then John Cena goes ahead and hits him with the thing anyway. <laughs> because my, back then they were like, the only way to build a face is to make it edgy. My favorite JBL matches in order are number three, the barbed wire cage match with Big Show because the finish was quite interesting. The match with Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 25, which lasted all of 10 seconds, and the match he had with Joey Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Did he win that one? No. No, he came, he came out. He was a loser of that one. No, so he's, he's one to two in my best three JBL matches. Let's just remind everyone that Dan was a massive JBL fan, everybody. Dan loved JBL. I did. Yeah. I don't know why, and they're looking back at it now. Well, it's, yeah, because you're never completely aware of what a terrible person he is. Yeah. But the... Oh, yeah, all that stuff. But we, we should go to Saudi Arabia. Agent of change, all the taglines stuff. He's still defending nice. him now. He's still going, why shouldn't they go to Saudi Arabia? Go to Bermuda so you don't have to pay your tax. Um, I don't think he's ever been accused of that, so I should say a Yeah, you but, really should. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this match only went five minutes. It, yeah. was, it was 
definitely like you can see back now in hindsight they're winding down on JBL where he's doing I I deserve a title shot I deserve well it. he already retired once <laughs> yeah and he just gets battered by Batista here and then his promo after it is about as long as the match right it wouldn't be 2008 pay-per-view with JBL on without him doing a weird promo that doesn't really make a lot of sense I think this must have been shortly after some kind of financial crash. Maybe it's Lehman Brothers or whatever. And Oh, yeah, I remember this promo now. There's a bailout. It's yeah. just... It'll have been around this time, yeah. I, why? Yeah, it was 2008. What do you know? Lehman Brothers was 2008, and it was... Um, no so way. in the September promo... 2000, yeah, September 15th, 2018, Lehman Brothers files for Chapter 11, and JBL comes on and cuts a promo about how glad he is that all the taxpayers money is bailing out the banks and saving people like him after he's lost his match I mean, why are they giving jbl so much focus in 2008 this is pretty much like 2004 indies if you guys don't stop i'm never coming back here yeah he's just getting his heat back in it um but is he though because that's what he's planning to do but is he actually getting his heat back or is he just being a bit rubbish a bit, a bit rubbish. Yeah, it's that. That's what's happening. Wait, does is the Shawn Michaels thing next? With hit for him. What? Is the Shawn Michaels thing next for him? Now Shawn Michaels is. Yeah, back. yeah, exactly. So it doesn't get any better either. Oh dear. Yeah, JBL is just stinking up 2008 and early 2009. Tune in next week for Cyber Sunday. That's yeah. a genuine thing, by the way. We're doing Cyber Sunday. Next yeah, it really week. is a, a genuine thing. Yeah. But, by the way, Darren, we're doing Cyber Sunday. Yeah. Next so week. you better get watching it, mate. Like from your from your quarantine. Get it watched. Did did they have um, the WB network in there? Oh no, I suppose yeah. He's <coughs> well, he'll get an hour's exercise every day, so he might be able to get someone to like to put it on, like you know, good behavior phones. That's if he's not, you know, been locked away by himself. Well, there is that, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's not in, if he's not in solitary. Yeah, for for his protection. Um, next up was the Big Show versus the Undertaker. Great. This is what we needed in two thousand eight. Actually, not a bad match, to be fair. No, it, it was pretty decent. Anyway. Better than I expected when I saw Big Show against The Undertaker. They're in one of those on rebuilding the, the... Like, this has happened... So, Big Show's been in WWE 20 years next February. So, this is probably the 10th time they've rebuilt the Big Show. Well, it's like they did the contender. Nostalgia Pop last week, didn't they? With the old classic Big Show heel turn. Now he's with the bar. Yeah. So, uh, the Big Show defeats The Undertaker by knockout. Yep. Big old right hand that I'm putting my left up for the listeners because my right hand's holding my phone. It's which fine. It's close enough. I'd read, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of the other. It's really, ref isn't? stoppage. Yeah. By knockout, not just knockout as well. Like not knockout punch and pin. Ref stoppage by knockout. That's what we mean. Speaking of the Undertaker, we hadn't mentioned this earlier. The Undertaker is doing an inside the ropes tour. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they need to confirm some venues so we can buy tickets. Uh, apparently, venues and prices will be confirmed on the thirty first of October. Well, get on with it, lads. So, yeah, that's crazy. It like, is weird, isn't it? Because he's only ever done one interview out of character outside of WWE, really. Mm, Two, maybe. Yes, he that, um, no. He's done a few. He did that uh, one for thingy. What's it called? Back magazine. No, um, I'm sure one of the show. It was one of those like inside the WWE. Yeah, he did inside the ropes. Uh, yeah, Michael yeah. Michael Landsberg. Yeah, Michael Landsberg. Yeah, he does he that. He did that, that one. And then, that's uh, the one where he basically confirms the taping the the taping the fist story. Yeah, and then also he did that one a few weeks ago, which whoever that was with. Yeah, so, but now he's doing a tour where it's going to be him on stage, in front of fans talking about his career. My worry about this is: Do you remember the Sheffield John Cena show? An evening with John Cena in Sheffield. No. Right. You don't remember it because it didn't happen. Because it was going to happen and then it didn't. They cancelled it virtually as soon as they'd announced it. And Inside the Ropes are pretty reputable for this type of stuff. They're probably the most reputable company for doing these type of shows. They are, but I wouldn't be surprised if this has been booked without WWE getting wind. And then when WWE gets wind, they go, <laughs> hold on. Either that or... Maybe he's just trying to recoup the money that he's lost from not being able to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, or it might be a thing that he's going to be done after WrestleMania. Could be. I did. I have considered that, but then we think that every year. So, but this time, like considering the rumored match, I think that is going to be his last match. You'd blinking hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, they both ride off in the sunset together. Yeah, but they've done that once already. Yeah. <laughs> they, already they already both rode off into the sunset once already with Triple H as well. And yeah, exactly. Several you know, times. I remember last month when they said that Triple H was Undertaker was for the last time ever. 
Yeah, well, it was for the first time. Last time ever, one-on-one. Yeah. But speaking of Triple H, this is a pretty good match. Jeff Hardy against Triple H. I quite like this feud. Let's go back to the promo at the beginning of the show. Yeah, okay. Let's, they did yeah. a really, really weird promo where Triple H had this expression on his face when Jeff Hardy was cutting his promo to his face, where they both like face each other saying, well, I think I'm going to win because they're all this. Yeah. And Jeff Hardy cuts the type of promo. You know that kid in school who thinks he's proper cool because he wears a Limp biscuit shirt underneath his school shirt? Yep. And... Like he's just, and you know he dyes his hair and gets told off for it. He's like, oh, you can't tell me what he's to do. He's got a belt with studs on it. That's legitimately who Jeff Hardy is. And Triple H is just kind of sat there, like, um, yeah, um, yeah, all right, mate. He's what like, are you gonna do, mate? He's like, I'm Motorhead and you're Avenged Sevenfold. He's like, oh, what are you gonna do about it, mate? You're gonna do something. You're gonna wrestle me to wrestle. Oh, well done, <laughs> Jeff. Oh, you're real good. Yeah, I, I, it's the first time I've really identified with Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's genuinely the first time where I'd be looking at him and think, Yeah, I think I'd react the exact same way if Jeff Hardy were saying he were gonna beat me in a match because I'd just be like, Alright, mate, you'll probably just jump off something on move or something. Like, to be fair though, this is Triple H who has form for this when I think it was the year before this when Jeff Hardy beats him in a number one contenders match and Triple H straight up laughs it off after the match. <laughs> he's shocked that he's been beaten. He's like, oh, can't believe you beat. That's great banter, Jeff. By beating <laughs> you me, you got me your weird purple. Yeah, Blake. Goof. Look at you. Look at you. You little lad. <laughs> Hot topic called your gift cards arrive. Triple H is always putting Jeff Hardy over and then simultaneously not putting him over. You know it. It's probably like he's probably like one of those like Republican dads who's trying to be accepting of his son's lifestyle. So he kind of feels in this, where like he he needs to get Jeff Hardy over because he understands he's gonna he's a big guy, big star, and he's got to be accepting of him. But he doesn't really it, it hurts hey, wh- him a little inside. What you working on, buddy? Working on a ladder match? What are you <laughs> working on? Come on, I'm I'm interested in your interests. And then when he starts talking about his interests after about five minutes, oh, I, I got it. Yeah, but hey, great talk, buddy. <laughs> we'll play catch later. I'm See, thirty-four. Yeah. This match is really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good match. Nice psychology. Um, although I, I did have to question why so they start off with a handshake. Why Right, so the bell rings, they shake hands. Why does thundering dumbass Jeff Hardy then turn around after the handshake? Like, you answered your own question, right? Yeah, um, good point. Yeah, I just want to say the words thundering dumbass Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't do a flip or something. Yeah. And Triple H went, ah oh, Jeff. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is a really good match, and the crowd were all over it as well. Like they, they really want to see Jeff Hart- Jeff Hardy become champion, and he's getting closer and closer. But he just can't quite do it. Yeah, Triple H escapes with the title here. He like, does. They, it's they, not like previously when he's just pedigreed him like he does everyone they else. They slip from a swanton, which is almost certainly looking like it's going to be, mm-hmm. but it's the slow crawl to the count, isn't it? That yeah. then Triple H slips into a crucifix and then buggers off for the title. Yeah, he escapes with the win here. But they they actually are doing a really good job of building to... The That's why I say I like this feud, because it, it because I now know where it goes. But we have seen many of these feuds in this sort of time as well, where it doesn't go where you expect it to go, and then the person just gets up completely weakened as a result. Yeah. Let's get to the main event. Yeah, the main event. Triple H isn't on last, mate, because his mate is. Um, <laughs> simple as that. So this is, yeah... The ladder match, um, yeah, ladder match. Mm. Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels. A bit much, weren't it? Yeah, I mean, do you need to do this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who's, who's? I mean, really, this feud's lost its steam. Who's interested in this feud <laughs> by now? Do you know what I mean? I'm sure, and this is, we know for a fact that Daryl agrees with all of this. So he doesn't even, he doesn't even need to tell you if he agrees. And if he, if he tells to you, he doesn't. He's just, yeah. You know, the lying. reason he doesn't have that poster anymore is because. This match was ticked him over the edge and he tore it down. Off yeah, it was wall. so boring and so uninteresting. I mean, it starts off with a lockup, which is actually true, by the way. That did really perturb me. <laughs> it, was, it was like the whole build up was like, I hate you, Jericho. I hate you too, HBK. Lockup. But yeah, just, I mean, who really, you know, in 2008 wants to see Shawn Michaels in a ladder match? You know, who's bothered? Anyone care? Not bothered, mate. Not bothered. <laughs> That's it for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've seen this match. Um, joking aside, actually, I am gonna, I'm I'm not going to slate it like we just facetiously did John to annoy Daryl, but um, 
I don't know. Maybe it lessened lessened the impact because it was so long after I'd seen it. I didn't. It was good, and I really enjoyed it. It wasn't as amazing as I thought it would be. I it, can't really it explain was, it. I'm trying to think. It was. It was a more psychology based ladder. You match. remembered it as a five star when it was four and three quarters. Well, basically, because I'd never seen it, so yeah. I thought it was going to be a five star, and it was. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what it comes down to. I still yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a really good match, and everything's psychology based. And when's Cade still here? Yeah, he's still alive at this point. <laughs> what? He, he he was. He was in the he was in the ring. Yeah. We're looking at me like that for. <laughs> he is actually dead. All right. Well, I can't slander <laughs> the dead. I didn't kill him. There you go. All, all the catchphrases coming out now, Daryl. These are all for you, mate. <laughs> Audience of one. I feel like we should have done the first half and second half. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have done them separately, yes. But um, <coughs> yeah, Lance Cade's evolved. But again, that's logical. Lance Cade's evolved to the finisher. Jericho wins, which stops, Shawn Ma- stops Shawn Michaels from looking weak. Yeah, and a lot of it was kind of based on the fact Shawn Michaels is... Like, one of the weird things, Shawn Michaels is kind of fighting with emotion, and Jericho is being very paced and considered like not only because he knows he's in a ladder match even though he's he points out he's been in more ladder matches than Shawn michaels yeah and but more then recently there's also thing well. where it's like Shawn michaels is the guy synonymous with ladder matches so i need to be careful here the funny thing is at this point Shawn michaels wasn't really the guy synonymous with ladder matches anymore mm. he was just known as the guy who made him famous so it was it was an interesting uh psychology from a psychology point of view to put him back in a ladder match after so long. Which ladder match was it where Shawn Michaels got somebody's hair caught in the ladder and it tore out? Do not know. It's one of the early ones. Can't uh, help his current situation. Was it, yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing like his current situation. That that He will be pleased though that, that that can't happen in his next match. So that's good. I'm not going to specify why. Could be for any any sort of reason. Any reason whatsoever. He's going to glue a wig onto his head like he did that hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come out looking like Rock and Roll Express. I did enjoy this match. You know, here's another weird thing, though, right? This is going to be a really strange presentation now. I don't know. Everything felt a little bit clean cut to me. On well, the this presentation. is like the PG era started here, hasn't it? Yeah. So this is the start. I think it's because of... the feud went from... You know, the few it transcends both. Feud. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it sort of straddles both eras. Chris Jericho so... punched his wife in the face and yeah. we saw the swelling and blood. I mean, he didn't mean to punch her actually in the yeah, face. Yeah, but it, it was there. It yeah, that is true. That did happen. And then a few months later, we're having kind of like a modern day ladder match where it's kind of tame. It's a, it's a very good match. Like the psychology is there and everything. Just it felt like as the feud ended after everything we've seen because of the circumstance they were in, it lessened it slightly. Yeah, um, it's like, kind of weird to say like what would be different if you like didn't have the PG thing. Apart from Shawn Michaels, probably would have bled a load, and when he bleeds a lot, it makes his hair look worse as well. Yeah, that doesn't um, help. Yeah, it's whenever it's just that thing where I see people like like Shawn Michaels at this period. I'm just thinking, mate, you should have shaved it here. Like no one in the fault last year. Triple H <laughs> does like not long after this, like. Well, like no, it's longer years. than you might think. No, no, it's not till WrestleMania 29 that Isn't Triple it? Yeah, it's around that time that he actually shaves. 2011 is sh- when he had his hair short. It's not long um, until he has his um, his ponytail, the boss ponytail. Did he have the ponytail for the CM Punk stuff? Yes, he did, oh, yeah. I thought he had his hair short then. Remember no, that. he hasn't actually had it shaved by then, no. Because he, remember he's being the, the fun boss of Raw. Yeah. And it's around the same time as they have the um, the, why, the the walkout of the city or whatever they call it. That's why um, when he was being the fun boss and then all that stuff happened, that's when I stopped watching for uh, okay. like two years or three years, whatever it were. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match, but it did feel like, considering the rest of the feud, it lacked that little extra thing that pushed it over the edge. Yeah, I think that's fair. And as we've reminded ourselves now, we're getting into Shawn Michaels having no money and JBL owning him. That's a great feud, but fortunately it's not quite yet. Good. Yeah. We'll stave that off a little bit longer. But next up, Cyber Sunday. Cyber Sunday. The last Cyber Sunday. Indeed, the last Cyber Sunday. Absolutely right. Incidentally, No Mercy to Night is one of only two pay-per-views ever to be held in the state of Oregon. The other one was Unforgiven 2004. I don't know what that says about you, Oregon, but 
it's all those alien abductions from the first and then the first episode of X Files and the end of season seven. There you go. I watched and a lot of X Files recently. And just to bring it full circle, the song was called "All Nightmare Long" by Metallica. Oh dear. Oh, that's right. That's what I meant, I meant to say. Um, the next one's Pendulum. So Cyber Sunday, I'm gonna have to sing Pendulum. So that'll be fun. Which song? Propane Nightmares. Oh, that. Remember the one the Parker had on his car loads. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll bring us back to proper 2008. Yeah, that. That'll that be a nostalgia chip. Yeah, I yeah, enjoy it. It's a good song. I forgot about it until it was on the jingle for Cyber Sunday on this. They used to play it in the gym. I used to go to all the time. Did you go with Parker? Because if it, I mean, he's Parker's DJing time. at gyms now. Yeah, I yeah. imagine so. It's not the worst thing he's done at a gym or to a gym. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's the end of the roll golf this week. Don't forget. And to you go... gave me that look when I made that comment about wrestling fans not knowing where clitoris. Oh, I didn't. What? <laughs> he might have thought somebody called Jim. You can't prove that he didn't. That's the end of the Royal Grumble for this week. Don't forget to go to facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Don't forget to find us on anchor.fm slash Royal dash Grumble. We um, should really buy a web address. Yeah, <laughs> we, we might do that at some point. Um, yeah, but somebody has already got RoyalGrumble.com, so don't go to RoyalGrumble.com. Well, we could use the money that we saved by moving to anchor.fm because we have free hosting with them. Yeah. And use that to buy a web domain. Yeah. Forwards to that yeah, page. Yeah, could do that. Yeah, we could. could do that. We could, you're right. Um, yeah, don't forget to go to uh, twitter.com slash rollgrumblepod. Uh, send a tweet on there. Send Daryl your um, m- messages of support. We can we can get him through to them via secure phone line once a week. And that's it. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>